Good morning, Cherub. Good morning, Heather. Hello and welcome to the Cherub House Podcast. I'm your host, Guardian Angel and Big Sis, Heather Michelle, and welcome to episode number, I don't know, I lost track and I haven't counted in a minute. Um, if you didn't notice, I was gone last week. I didn't post a video or a podcast, and I took the week off because, um, if you don't know, there's currently genocide happening in another country. And this episode, I want to talk about how you can maintain happiness and positivity in a time of darkness, and a time of tragedy. But before I do, I wanted to go over our Cherub's questions for the week. I am struggling to find friends in general and I feel like I try so hard, but it doesn't seem to click. How do I help my partner who's going through so much family issues and depression? Speaking up on current events. Advice on how to get rid of jealousy, holding a grudge over a close friend. How to not take things so personal and not overthink people's words. And lastly, relationship with a mother-in-law being a pain in the butt. As always, we're going to address all those questions at the end. Before we continue, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps our community. And if you want to participate in next week's Ask Your Angels, make sure to follow me on Instagram so that you can see when I post a little question box for you guys to submit your dilemmas. First and foremost, I want to say that I am not... A point of information. I am simply a girl who picked up a phone and some people decided to follow her. That doesn't make me any smarter, it doesn't make me any better, it doesn't make me any holier or um, elite of a person. I am just a regular girl, okay? A regular girl with a lot of privileges and a lot of blessings, and I will say that. And with the current events of the tragedies in Palestine and Israel, I didn't want to post because it just felt insensitive, right? Um, but I don't want to just rush right past it and move on to a regular topic like I would any other week. I want to talk about how we can still see the light and be positive and be happy and enjoy our lives while other people are going through tragedies. And if you disagree with that, feel free to let me know how you feel down in the comments below. I know this is a really controversial topic that a lot of influencers are not even talking about and that is fine. That is their choice and I don't think we should force influencers to speak on subjects that they're not comfortable talking about. And yeah, sometimes people don't talk about things because they don't want to lose the monetization or uh, brand deals or favor with their audience. But sometimes influencers don't speak on things because they don't know what they're talking about. And that should be okay. I'm not going to go to a barber to tell me about what I need to do about my skin rash, right? And it's not to say that the barber probably doesn't care. He probably might see my skin and be like, oh girl, you needed to get that checked out. But that's not the person I need to go to. And so that's kind of how I feel about this whole thing. It's like, I see, I've seen a couple influencers talk about this and they, they say these things really eloquently or they'll just share um, a story or post or whatever, which is great. Anything is great. But what I 
don't love is like if someone didn't know what they were talking about if they really didn't feel any sort of way about this and then they just do the obligatory thoughts and prayers like no i'd rather you just not say anything at that point um but i can't say that the audience or like people's followers feel the same way anyways all that to say is that at the bare minimum i know what's going on and i'm aware i'm just not educated enough to teach you guys about what's going on so i implore you to go check out some articles some resources on learning about what's going on it's very sad it's very heart-wrenching there's literally communities and families and history being torn apart here and in this situation there is one group that is the privileged and one that is the disempowered group and so without going too much into it basically israel is trying to obliterate palestine and palestinians in general they are trying to cleanse the land of people which is disgusting and i just can't believe we are repeating history again and again like how many times do we have to tear each other apart i have shared resources on my social media i have donated if you are able to donate, if you feel like you are going to go without food, if you donate $50, do not do that, please. It's the same mentality I have for even supporting me. Like, if you don't have $50 saved up in your bank account, you should not be purchasing my merch or purchasing something I'm recommending. And that's just how I feel about everything. And in my head, I've had this mental war about, like, obviously, I, I feel for everyone that has had their lives ripped from them children women men perishing thousands of people perishing and i feel so heavy and sad and i've cried and i've cried and i've cried and i've cried and it's like sometimes i even feel guilty for crying like shut up heather you're so privileged why are you crying but then it's like okay if i move on that i'm a cold-hearted bitch and i'm a psychopath so it's like this tug of war in my head for how do I process this? How do I grieve something that's not even mine to grieve? You know what I'm saying? And I had to really sit myself down and be like, okay, Heather, you've done what you can. You've shared resources. You've donated money. You've opened up the, the podium for other people to also donate money and read these articles that's all you can do and I don't want to wipe my hands clean but there's no use no productive use in continuing to torture myself over and over and over and over with the sadness and guilt of having a good life I'm gonna go over three things we can do to feel better and be grateful and still see the positivity in tough times and I think about this a lot because besides this terrible war that's going on i think about these things a lot when i see homeless people or even like struggling families in the grocery store or when i think about the kids that are being abused and don't have anyone to defend themselves or the kids that don't have any parents who are waiting to be adopted or there's so many fucked up things in this world and I think this is why, like, 
smart people. I'm not saying I'm smart, but I think this is why a lot of aware people get fucking depressed because you're too aware and you're overwhelmed by the fact that you are just one person. And even if you had all the money, resources, and influence in the world, you still couldn't fix every problem. And that is like a fucking plague that's always up here. So first... I want you to write a list of everything that hurts your heart, every little problem. It could be your problem, it could be the world's problem, anything. And then I want you to match that list and add like an extra 5, 10 things that you're thankful for. And if you can, just keep going, keep going, keep going until you're just overwhelmed with love and gratitude and blessings. And even if it's just one more blessing that you have in your life then there are problems that's a win and even just one blessing on that list is means that you are worthy of love and life and you are you're off to a great start you're blessed right it's important to do this because I don't think it's good to just ignore all the problems that are in the world and deny 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 and pretend that like it doesn't exist. That's not helpful. But two, it also reminds you of everything that is good. And this this world can be a heaven on earth or it can be hell on earth. And it just depends on your perspective. It can be as simple as I am able to sit up straight by myself. I have fingers to count on. I have taste buds to taste the food. I can hear this podcast that is so amazing. <laughs> I have the ability to see even if I see really dark shit i also have the ability to see the beautiful blue skies green trees like beautiful little dogs i don't know just i still have the ability to see the beauty in this world and just list off from the most basic to the most extreme blessings and one thing i've realized through this situation is that it's the little things that are actually so big you know I feel like we might say a big thing is a, a mansion to be grateful for. But the little things is like my lungs, my fingers, my toes. Some people no longer have those little things. Some people were robbed of the opportunity to be blessed by the little things. So, count those twice. Uh, Write down all the little things, all the big things, all the things that maybe you didn't even think of as blessings until you compared your situation to that con list or that terrible list. And after you've filled yourself up with all this gratitude for making your list, now journal about how that makes you feel. It's okay if it makes you feel guilty. It's okay if it makes you feel bad. But it's also okay to move on and enjoy those blessings. It's also okay to give that negativity space and then move on. I think that especially with social media right now, like people just want you to be constantly grieving, constantly like traumatized, constantly just like trauma dumping. And I'm not even going to lie to you, you guys, sometimes I feel like that's how you feel. My most popular episodes are the ones I talk about my traumas. And that's great. I get it. I'm nosy too. But sometimes I feel like the internet just doesn't care unless you're hurting and bleeding and throwing up and having this like hard time sometimes i feel like the internet doesn't support you when you're happy 
How many times have we said, like, I can't wait for so-and-so to break up so that they can have a good album again? The internet always wants that negativity. Like, for some reason, they just feed off of it. It's more interesting, I guess. And it's something that everyone can relate to, right? Everyone has been through some dark shit. But not everyone has been privileged. Not everyone has lived their dreams. Not everyone has succeeded and accomplished their goals. So, I get why it happens. But... I can't let them get to you, babes. And if it means doing what you love again, if you are a makeup artist and you have not been able to be creative, get back in there, play, listen to some music, listen to a podcast, watch your favorite show, go pet your dog, go like whatever. Do what makes you happy. Move on, journal about it. How do you feel about it? How blessed and how full is your heart? Journal about it. And the next thing that I want you to do is to pick something off that con list and do something about it. You don't have to solve world hunger. You don't have to donate your home to a bunch of homeless people. You don't have to do these big grand gestures to make a difference. And that's something that I I had to learn myself today. Someone said, you're doing more than other people. Well, I feel like I'm not doing anything. And that's sad. But yeah, I did do something. So pick one thing off that list and do something about it. If you are heartbroken about homeless people, let's go donate some food. If you're heartbroken about um, like orphans, why don't, why don't we play with the orphans? Donate our time. If you don't have any money, donate your time. That's just as good. I actually have yet to do this and I it's been on my New Year's resolution list but you know how we get with our selfish goals and we just want to progress ourselves and I think it's important to admit that yes I have been selfish but let me take some time off myself and focus on other people. Is my heart breaking for battered women? Okay why don't I take some makeup, some clothes, some socks, underwear to the shelter? It doesn't have to be a lot of money. It doesn't have to be this huge box of things. It could be even sharing someone's story. It could be talking to someone, listening to them, being a friend, giving them love. Do something about one thing on that list. And again, charity isn't just for millionaires. Charity isn't just for the super uber privileged. Would it be great if more privileged wealthy people were charitable? Yes. Okay, I'm so sorry. They're gardening outside and you can probably hear it, but I will be wrapping up. So those are my three tips to try to remain positive and feel blessed and abundant in such a time of darkness. This doesn't mean we have to be ignorant. This doesn't mean we cannot save space for the people hurting. This also just means that we need to appreciate our blessings. And if you believe in a God or greater power, the universe, whatever, I am nearly 100% confident that like, all the tragedies in this world that's not of god that's of humans humans we're the ones that are out here like you know unaliving people hurting people um abusing people tearing families apart for land that's a human thing you know what is of god in the universe the blessings the abundance your heart beating your lungs breathing all that is the doing of the creator so don't i don't want to say don't insult them but like don't ignore them don't shut them out by then ignoring and shutting out all the blessings you have in your life 
that's how I feel about it. And I'm not going to feel bad about being happy. And I'm not going to feel bad about feeling blessed. And I'm not going to feel bad about being abundant and living my dreams. And even saying that there's a little bit of guilt in my heart for saying that. But ultimately, like, what else can you do? You know, like, you've done what you can, you just got to move on and be happy and healthy and just live life to the fullest because now you know that life is not guaranteed. Peace is not guaranteed. Another day, not guaranteed. So enjoy what you have. Anyways, sorry. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Um, And now going into the cherubs questions. I'm struggling to find friends in general and I feel like I try so hard but it doesn't seem to click. Okay, amiga, I have been there and I even still sometimes I meet people and I'm like, oh, you don't like me and you know, that's their right. It's It takes two to tango, right? In the same way that it, it takes two to build a relationship, it takes two to build a friendship and if something's not clicking, then you don't even want to be friends with them anyways because they're not going to be willing to put in the effort to get to know you. Maybe your personalities just don't match anyways. Personally, have been so blessed and lucky to have been able to attract my friends. I feel like what an anomaly that all of my friends just came into my life without me actually searching for them. Um, Both of them actually like messaged me on social media and then I met another friend through them and I've met other girls in the past as well and they reached out to me and I think that like putting yourself out there, maybe saying on social media like, oh, I wish I had girlfriends and the girlfriends will show up, trust me. Sometimes I do get like a little social anxiety and like people are like, oh, we should meet up and I'm like scared for some reason. Um, But I would say... Put yourself out there. Let the world know that like I want friends and friends will show up too. But also three, I think it's important to be a good friend and like start building those qualities before you actually meet those friends. Because I know for me, one of my worst qualities is I don't have the initiative to start a conversation to go hang out. And that's something that I've had to acquire and a skill that I've had to build through having friends because I'm like, okay, I have these friends and they're amazing women and I want to keep them in my life. And if I ignore them, if I don't give them like love and attention, they're going to leave or like they're just not going to feel appreciated, right? So um, just make sure that you're ready for those friendships and open yourself up and they will fall into your lap or when all else fails, Bumble BFF, slide into the DMs of some girls and some girls will ghost you, some girls will flake on you and maybe one or two girls will respond and you'll meet and it'll be great. And next, Cherub asked, how do I help my partner who's going through so much family issues and depression? I'm so sorry that your partner is going through that. I can relate to some part of it. I was never clinically depressed, but I was really fucking sad and I've had my fair share of family trauma and as someone who had an amazing husband throughout the process, all you can do is just be their rock, be their support. You don't necessarily have to be their therapist. You don't have to like be their journal. You don't have to like dig and fix them. Just be there for them. Listen when they want to cry out to you. Hug them when they need a little affection. Feed them when they forget to feed themselves. Like, just 
be their support and love them unconditionally and just let them know that you're there for them unfortunately especially with depression like it's not unless it's situational depression it's not going to be over with just like a little kiss on the mouth like we saw in disney movies like it's something that's very nuanced and it takes going to a doctor sometimes maybe a therapist to really resolve so hispanic families oftentimes don't really support medicine or therapy but i would maybe suggest him go check that out if that's already the case he's already doing his part just be his loving partner i'm sorry i'm assuming genders just be their loving partner and that's all you can do it's kind of going along with the episode is like once you've done all you can do of course it's still going to be heartbreaking watching it but be yourself be the person that they loved in the first place be happy show them what blessings look like show them what abundance looks like in your heart and i'm sure that'll make them want to seek further help or put in more effort because that's one thing is like anything in life you can't want it more than someone else wants it for themselves maybe if you're just living your best life and they'll be inspired to get further help or take their medicine or go to their therapy appointment you know what i'm saying speaking up on current events i know it can be really difficult especially with family and friends who typically have a different background as you like for me my family is very conservative and so being a latina woman daughter of immigrants it is very rough to just exist really but i don't know if you're a confrontational type of person but whenever a subject comes up and they're saying something that i genuinely don't agree with i will speak up i will say something i might not bring up the topic i might not be like everyone's gathered around the table and suddenly i'm like so immigration so taxes um because i think that's just like like unproductive but if someone feels comfortable enough to say their opinion then i'm gonna feel comfortable enough to say my opinion you know what i'm saying and like it's happened and people it's gotten a little confrontational but all you can do is maintain your composure your peace and say your opinions and bring maybe facts to the table and that's it when it comes to social media, I know it can be scary to speak up, but it's really as easy as clicking a button. Um, Also, educating yourself before talking uh, so that you know the full extent of the situation before someone rebuttals, and that's happened. Like, I've already spoken up in person about what's going on, and of course, it was like the, are you supporting terrorists? And it's like, oh my god. You know. So, it's scary, but as long as you have knowledge on the subject, you should be fine. Um, Yeah, I wish you luck. Advice on how to get rid of having jealousy, holding a grudge over a close friend. If you're on the same path of life as a friend, it could be easy to have jealousy, but... If you're on the same path as your friend, let's say your friend gets a job and you're like, dang, I haven't heard back from this application. Just know that them getting a job means that you're next in line. That blessing is coming to you next. So be happy for your friend 
and just know that the blessing is on its way. I remember one of my friends got engaged um, while I was dating my husband and I really wanted to get married, but I, I didn't want to like rush anything. Well, we got married within the year anyways, but I didn't want to pressure him into proposing. But I remember think, having this exact thought, like I didn't necessarily feel jealous, but I was like, part of me was like, oh my God, that's what I want. And I was happy for her. Um, but I was like, why hasn't Steven proposed? Um, but just know that when you see your friends getting blessed, the universe is giving you a little sample taste of what it can be. So experience it with them, be happy with them, but also see yourself in them and know that that's going to be you. There's no need to be jealous. There's an abundance of blessings all the time, everywhere. Holding a grudge over a close friend, you just gotta air that shit out and talk about it with them. I'm the type of person where like I don't get mad or upset easily, but when I do, I'm going to hold on to that for a second. Like I'm going to have it for safekeepings. I'm not going to let go of it easily. Like I, one, I feel awkward Two, I just keep thinking about the situation over and over and over and over. And I think that's okay. Um, but if you want to get over it, talk with them about it and just be like, Hey, I'm glad we had this conversation, but just know, give me grace because like I tend to hold on to this. Um, so if I don't trust you or if we don't kick it right away, like we used to just know it's because I'm trying to get over, it, you know, next question, how to not take things so personal and not overthink people's words. For me, I'm like, mm, well, that's your opinion. Like that's literally your opinion. It's not fact and it's not my opinion and it's not my reality. It's literally just your opinion. So if you can be Delulu like me, then <laughs> maybe there's hope for you yet. But if you are having issues taking things personal, then obviously that's not your thought process. But that's how I think. Yeah, your word is literally just your opinion and how you perceive it. Also, sometimes you, you need to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And it's like, are they trying to help me out? Are they being constructive with their words? Are they trying to help me in some way better myself? And am I taking it harshly because I'm resistant to the change? But ultimately, you need to listen to what they're actually saying and not make it and flip it into the worst possible case scenario. And I think if you're already self-conscious or lacking confidence, you might tend to flip the tables and just automatically assume people are trying to do the worst. And yeah, sure, sometimes people do want to hit you hard with their words, but it's like, just assume the best, assume that they're trying to help you out and balance that out with knowing that that's just an opinion. And if it's a fact, then take it into account. But if it's an opinion, ask yourself, which opinion do you value more? This person or my own? And the last question, relationships with mother-in-laws being a pain in the butt. I actually have a whole episode on family, toxic family, and like mother-in-laws and stuff like that. Luckily, my mother-in-law is an actual saint. Love her to death. And I'm not just saying that. I truly mean it. Trust me, you guys would know if my mother-in-law was a pain in the butt. But I think boundaries are always important with every person, whether they're problematic or amazing. Um, and I've had to, not had to, but I've, I've put in place boundaries uh, of like time. Because when we first, or when we bought our house, they bought a house really close to us. And it was like a little too close for comfort. And we were seeing them 
kind of often for my liking because I'm not close with my family. I was, it was like a hard transition from living to in another state from them and then seeing them like multiple times a week. So I had to set out that boundary with my husband and be like, Hey, if you want to hang out with them like two, three times a week, that's great. Good on you. I'm going to be there for one. That's it. You get me one time a week. And that boundary not only made me feel better, but I was able to give like more love and affection and genuine happiness when I saw them because I wasn't feeling this like disdain by crossing my own boundary that no one knew of besides myself. You know what I'm saying? Like once you lay out that boundary and lay the law, even if it's just with your partner, you'll feel much better. I hope that she's being nice to you. If she's not being nice to you, your partner needs to have a conversation with her because we will not. Mm -mm. It's a weird discourse going into why moms are so attached to their sons. But anyways, those are the questions that the cherubs had for us this week. And I, again, fumbled the bag and I forgot to show you guys the questions. So I don't have any responses, but I promise, 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 pinky promise, putting my pinky out for you, that I will be posting everything on time so that you guys can also give your advice for next week's Ask Your Angels. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was probably a little heavy and a little dark, but I tried to my best to bring some positivity into the circumstances that are going on right now. Anyways, as always, I love you guys. And just know that you are never alone when you're part of the Cherub Club. And I will see you in the next week's podcast episode. I love you. Bye.